a podcast featuring ordinary men of extraordinary faith. This is Mana. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Mana, a podcast featuring ordinary men of extraordinary faith. I'm your host, Jeff Peterson. Now, none of the guys that you are going to meet on this podcast would consider themselves to be extraordinary, but it's their humble, holy way of living that is exactly what makes them extra to me, and I am so excited for you to meet them. So, uh, And this is a very special manna. We are, we are um, taping this. I don't know if you can, we still use tape. Uh, we're taping this live uh, on March 23rd, 2022, right in the middle of Lent, uh, on the on the precipice of a tradition that our guest has been a part of, I think for most of the last nine years, uh, and probably only not um, participating because you've been, you know, off doing great work uh, out in the world. Uh, but for the last nine years, uh, a group of men have been gathering here at the humble uh, Peterson abode for what I think is probably the most intermittent, uh, <laughs> spread out. Uh, men's group in the history of men's groups. We meet once a year, and we and and we watch a movie. We watch the Passion uh, of the Christ, uh, and uh, and then we have great fellowship. We have a lot of really bad food that is way too uh, high in carbs and sodium. Um, and but it's one of the, my favorite nights and my favorite days of the year. So we're having a podcast here of Man, and of course, I'm talking about Todd Johnson, who's I don't know why I'm keeping you in suspense. Todd Johnson is here. Uh, hello, Todd. Hello, Jeff. <clears throat> yes. And so Todd has been really one of the stalwarts uh, over the last nine years who's, who's come to celebrate this, uh, uh, this really cool night. And, and, um, and so today on MANA, on this special episode, we're going to talk about this tradition. We're going to talk about Lent. We're going to talk about the passion. We're going to talk about, um, we're going to talk about how, how we're doing, you know, and, and when I say we, just because Todd and I are the only ones that showed up early tonight <laughs> to do this. We're going to talk about the royal we. You know, how are we doing uh, with Lent? And we got about, uh, by my watch, we got about 20 minutes until the rest of the guys show up. And uh, so we'll just we'll kind of see what happens. So Talk about a teaser. How about it? How about it? Holy Spirit-driven so thing. So, so do, to give everybody, because this is obviously an, uh, an audible medium, so you can't, you don't have the visual. So I'll just, I'll set the stage here. So Todd and I are sitting in uh, the Peterson dining room, which we very rarely use. Um, and and uh, and so, and certainly don't, don't use it for podcasts. And I've set up, I'm going to humbly set the stage here, because I invited all the guys uh, who are invited to come to this every year to come early this year to do a podcast. And so, but, but, but as, as every year I say, no RSVPs, you don't have to tell me just, Hey, if you can come, you can come. Da, 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 da. And, uh, and so the scene here, imagine a, a fairly good sized dining room table with, uh, you know, I don't know, 10, maybe 10 chairs around it and whatever. One, two, three, four. Yeah. 10 chairs. And, and we've got microphones set up all around the table. Okay. So I've got room here because I was getting, you know, we might have, shoot, we might have six to eight guys show up. So set up all the microphones, got the headphones, I put the microphone stands on little placemats so they wouldn't mar uh, the wood. So, So Betsy and everybody would be very happy about that. And it's just Todd and I. No comment. No comment. <laughs> yeah. but, yeah, but we're both positioned so you can see 
This is my last little uh, architectural tour of the Peterson home. From the dining room, you can look into the living room and then out into the cul-de-sac. So we're actually, we've got our peripheral vision. We can see the front door and we can see this big window that looks out onto the cul-de-sac. And so both Todd and I have one eye on that just in case anybody shows up early. Because <laughs> if they do, please. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get into it. So Todd, uh, I've got a li- little list of questions just to kind of get us going. But I... This, and I've taken way too much time to describe for everybody listening what this tradition has been around Lent. Um, but what have been, I thought for a starters, we could just talk about traditions. What were some traditions um, for you growing up around Lent, uh, other than the traditional, like, you know, go to Mass and stuff like that? Were there any other traditions that you remember from your childhood? I think it was it was the habits of what are you giving up? Yeah, yeah. Without the... Uh, and then that dot got connected later in life of why are you giving it up? Yeah. And what do you do? You know, I think it was a little more transactional growing up of like, yeah, I'm giving up this or I'm giving mm-hmm. up that. But well, now you- when I give up stuff, it's much different because there's the why behind it. And there's also the um, when the, the, the thing that I can't do. Mm-hmm. It, what it causes me to do therefore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that wasn't there growing up, but it did set the foundation. Did you, do you remember, um, cause, cause I grew up Lutheran mm-hmm. in the Lutheran tradition. So, so the whole, the giving up thing, the, the fasting was not part of our tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was obviously like, we all were fascinated with the Catholic friends. Did you give up, uh, like the same thing every year or did you switch it up? Switched it up. Yeah. Yep. Switched it up. But, but now, you know, not only does it have a more different meaning now, but also this great tradition of doing the passion with you, that's definitely become a tradition in Lent. Mm-hmm. You know, watching this, I, I remember the first time even watching the movie and now it's become thanks to you, a tradition every year that yeah. uh, is very special. Cause I feel like, and sorry to get right into the movie, but I feel like there's something different every yeah. year that God speaks to. Yeah. I totally agree. And, and, you know, when you say we did this every year, two years ago, we even did it through Zoom. That's right. That's right. We did. And it was so cool to have, um, to have the guys, uh, and the commitment that, um, yeah. everybody had to still do it virtually. Yeah. We had our Zoom call and we all started, <laughs> we tried to start the movie at the same time. Yeah. And I remember who was it? One of the guys was way ahead. I think maybe Jimmy Wayman it was way ahead. <laughs> and somebody said something like, don't tell us how it ends. Like, don't spoil it. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, and I, I totally agree with what you're saying um, about the, and I feel very blessed to have not only found the Catholic tradition a little bit later in life and just to be so um, really animated by the whole, the whole, everything about it, including fasting. And then, but even in, even in coming to the tradition a little bit later in life, still um, needing time to really connect the dot, as you say, between the fasting and then, and then, and then why, you know, so it's not fasting as it's not punishment. It's, it's not, it's not a punitive act, you know, it's not like, can I get through this and, and, and survive the 40 days? It is that it's the, it's the, it's the punishment to penance. It's the reminder of like, why are you even doing this? And, and why it's such a small symbol of the sacrifice that was given for us. I had an interesting 
discussion with a friend of mine who's what what I just he's a brother in Christ he's an evangelical and really questioning me hard like I don't get this this just seems so ridiculous and I said hey at least for me I think I can use this word I suck (laughs) at denying myself yeah and that's you know when Jesus says you know the way to follow me is to deny yourself pick up your cross and follow me well Mm -hmm. speaking for Todd Johnson I really suck at it and you know 40 days out of the year to just give up a little something here and there and then be moved when that thing that comes up that I want to do. And it's been really hard this Lent yeah. that just causes me to go to prayer and say, thank you, Jesus, for, yep. you know, what you, you know, whatever, whatever's moving me to talk to him yeah. in that moment. Well, and, and quite literally, thank God that we do have Lent to at least have one time a year and a lot of other people who mobilize behind it. I mean, it cracks me up. This is actually just a couple of weeks ago, Betsy and I were at Mass, and looking around at Ash Wednesday, and we're like, where did all these people come from? Like, glory to God, this is great. You know, it's not even a holy day. And, but, but, it's, but, it, but for me, I think, and this is a very unproven, like whatever, theory or something, I think it's because Ash Wednesday is a very tangible um, conspicuous demonstration of faith and not in a bad way, not in a vain way, but I think it, it, it's an invitation for people to, to show up, literally show up. And similarly, I think Lent and the, and the fasting that goes on in Lent is another very conspicuous invitation for people because it's a part of our language. It's part of our vernacular. Hey, what are you giving up? You know, it's a very easy way to get into it. But the, I think the gift then is to take that what we what we all mobilize around behind Lent, and then what are the mortifications that that we sustain throughout just our life? Just little ones, just 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 minor. They, you don't have to be giving up something all the time to be reminded of it. But you know, I remember reading something. I think it was from um, uh, Matthew Kelly that talked about looking for things in every day to just just give up, just give, just just consciously say. Whether it's you know, food or or whatever, just but because the simple act of going through like okay, I want to do this, but you know what, I'm not going to do it. That's a mortification. That's a little mortification. And if and if you know why you're doing it, it just it just strengthens strengthens that faith muscle. You know, a thousand percent. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. So what? So let's talk about this Lent. What 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 kinds of things? If you were writing your retrospective on Lent of 2022, what would be some things for you that would be kind of in chapter one of what marking this Lent for you? Are you asking specifically like what have I given up? Is no, 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 not what you given up, but just like what, what am I walking with? Yeah, yeah, yeah great question. You? So uh, I what I've been walking with is I always like to think about getting something new out of, you know, is there something new that I haven't reflected on? And this, this dot actually got connected two weeks ago. You've heard of Father Mike Schmitz? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But he said something that was so compelling to me. He was talking about, he's talking about last words and he was talking about Jesus's last words specifically to, you know, there's, there's these two guys next to Jesus on the cross. We all know. And what struck Father Mike, the Holy Spirit spoke through him to me, was when he says to the, you know, the one repentant man, and he says, surely you will be with me in heaven today. He doesn't say, surely you will both be with me in heaven today. Surely you will be with me in heaven today. And one of the things I've been walking with in conjunction with that is Mark 1, that this dawned on me right at the beginning of Lent, 
and I may have shared this with you at coffee a couple weeks ago, the first words Jesus says recorded in Mark 1. So the first thing, Jesus on the scene, Mark's writing. What does Mark decide to write first? When Jesus says, repent and believe the kingdom of hand is it, the kingdom of God is at hand. Yeah. Repent and believe. Like, and that's, that's something that in Lent, it's forcing me to do a lot more than I'd probably do during the rest of my normal course of the year. Mm. So I take that in conjunction with repent and then just thinking of that one sinner that repents next to Jesus says, surely yeah. you will be with me. Yeah. So surely, surely you will be you, with me. Yeah. Not you, both. not both. <laughs> right. And yeah. that's, that's terrifying. <clears throat> it should be terrifying. To us. Completely. Yeah, no, that is a great, yeah, it's the, the invitation is for everybody, but not everybody <clears throat> takes it up, you know. And, and that's the reminder too, in this, I think we can come across as holier than thou sometimes, and, and we are all sinners. That mm-hmm. message, repent and believe, is for all of us. Totally. The issue is admitting to our, to, at least to my wretchedness, mm-hmm. uh, get in a car with me and you'll see. You'll see what a quote unquote great Christian I am. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and that's an example of just, you know, but stop doing it then. Just repent yeah. and turn away. There's a great word in scripture when, when, when we hear about sin, flee. <laughs> what does flee mean? Run. Uh, yeah, exactly. Don't yeah. stick around. So yeah. that's, that's just the, and, 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 you know, yes, God is a, such a loving God, but it's, it still takes, it's a two way street of us repenting and, mm-hmm. and being thankful for, you know, there's a big, I think there's a big notion, Jeff, that, that we have to be good enough. And, and I always like picturing what Jesus did on the cross for us is we can't improve. My buddy Aaron shared this line with me years ago. We can't improve what he's done on the cross. Right, right. So stop being good enough. That's why he, Jesus says it's finished. Mm-hmm. It's, it's done. Yeah. Your job's now to repent and just follow me. Totally. Yeah, he, he did all the work. And I do think we have a, we have a tendency, uh, and I know I fall into this, of, of trying to, and I think it comes from a good place when we get inspired by writings or people that we run into who are super, super smart, and, and it, it, it causes us to want to really dive in, you know, and really analyze and really understand and really, like you say, Todd, it, it's it's a fairly simple equation. We it's mess just, it up. We mess, it. and so really, just pray more, sin less. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's really it. That's it. Yeah. And, and and love your neighbor. Yeah, and just you know, love your neighbor, and, and that and that and that and that and that'll do it. Um, yeah, I, I remember when you talk about repent and uh, Jim Ornell. See now, here we go. This is live, Jim. We are on the air live, and Jim Ornell just walked in. We're going to have Jim come over. Jim has also been on MANA, so you've all met Jim before. We're not even going to say, we're saying hello to him, waving, but we're on the air. So Jim's going to pick up uh, mic number two right there. There he is. He's shaking hands. He's such a gentleman. So pick up mic number two and put your headphones on, Jim. You can just join us. It's great to it's see you. wonderful to be here. Jim, have you ever walked in into studio. a house? Like, have you ever walked into a house within 60 seconds? <laughs> He's on the mic. You're on the air. <laughs> Does that ever happen to you? No, this is a first. Okay. An Good. absolute first. Good. But you're natural. You just sat right down, got the headphones well, listen on. Listen to his voice. Oh, oh the guy's totally. like not quite. The dulcet tones yeah. of Jim Ornell. Yeah. Yeah. Could you sing a little something yeah, exactly. for us? So Jim, we actually, just to catch up, we just kind of got started, but we were talking about Lent and traditions. What were some uh, like growing up traditions? Do you, do you remember, uh, beyond the, the traditional, like, you know, going to church, were there any other things that you remember uh, that, that helped sort of like kind of focus you during kind of the Lenten season growing up? 
Uh, you know, one of the things, uh, you know, I, I think of more of traditions in Christmas, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, than, than Easter. Although uh, Easter, uh, we always had a, a sunrise uh, uh, service. Uh, and, uh, and then there was also Good Friday. And mm-hmm. so, you know, there, there were traditions around, around both of those. You know, as families, you would get together and, uh, and, and just enjoy uh, thinking through, you know, what, what happened. Uh, and, you know, it was impactful because you're doing it with not just your family, but with other, other believers and uh, gathering together. So, mm-hmm. you know, those are, those are probably the, the biggest memories yeah. that, that I had. Is there anything that, uh, that's, that's significant or special about this, this year's Lent for you? You know, this year is, uh, I, it's probably an accumulation of a lot of things. Uh, you know, as I've been uh, working my way through uh, uh, our churches, looking at the book of Ecclesiastes, and mm-hmm. we're studying through that. And uh, it's been really impactful. Uh, and, you know, especially this time of year, it's been impactful. Uh, one of the things that the preacher, uh, Solomon, is, uh, is looking at is, is he's searching all over for gain. Uh, where can I find gain? And uh, it just, it's, it's like a vapor. It just, it, it's, it's a mist. It's, mm-hmm. you, you grab for it, life has gone before you know it. And what I've uh, been realizing is that uh, life is a gift, you know, and don't think of it as gain. It's not about accumulation. It's not about what do I get. It's a gift that God has given you to enjoy and to enjoy fully and uh, and then to share and so those are those are some of the things that i've been been thinking through and then i've i've been doing a lot of studying about the uh, the jewish calendar and uh, they're on a lunar calendar which is really cool and so uh, you realize that every every passover there's a full moon and uh, and so we just went by a full moon a couple of days ago and so you know that every 29 and a half days, there's another full moon, and that uh, on Passover, uh, Jesus died. And so you, you begin to think about, you know, coming up, you know, you think about Lent, and you're coming up to, to the next uh, Passover, the crucifixion of Christ, which was on the, the day they, they sacrificed uh, that first Passover lamb and, and, and uh, the Lamb of God. Yeah. being Passover, uh, being crucified for us at the very exact hour, mm-hmm. um, 2,400 or, or however many years later it was from the first Passover. It's just, it's, it's mind-numbing. It's the climax of history, and it's, it, it, it's just amazing when I think about and reflect on this season. It's, yeah. it, it's, been, me, it's been very meaningful yeah. because I've been pulling a lot, connecting a lot of dots together. Yeah. So. Oh, man. And, and I just, I, I, I'm, uh, so listeners, you didn't see me now, just I'm beaming and I just grabbed from my phone and I'm, I'm looking at something and I wasn't checking my email as Jim was talking. I'm pulling this up, truly. The, the intentionality of everything you just described, Jim, and all the way up to what I'm going to read right now is just, oh, amen. And thank God again, literally. So today, the gospel reading for today, from the book of Matthew, says this. Jesus said to his disciples, do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, 
but to fulfill. Amen, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter will pass from the law until all things have taken place. And so that intentionality of exactly what, and we're gonna watch a movie here where it's all there, it's like it's all, it's, it's designed. This is all part of the design. This isn't, and Jesus didn't show up to like, hey, forget about all that, all your traditions. Nope, uh-uh, we're doing something different. It's like, no, it's, it's all, this is all part of it. There are part of the, of, of the Old Testament that's easy to, to kind of gloss over as you're reading in the book of Leviticus or you're reading in Deuteronomy and, and you start to see the introduction of the Passover and the introduction of the feasts. And, and uh, they're, they're so rich in meaning and they're mm-hmm. so impactful when, when you unpack them yeah. uh, more so. And those are things I, I'd love to share with you at some point. Yeah. It's just been That's very neat. meaningful to us. That's great. I love it. I love it. I'm just glad Jim showed up. How about it? <laughs> Seriously, there's another Got another the voice. The intelligence quotient yeah, in this room sure, just like sure. jacked yeah, right up. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Well, we have uh, we've chatted now for about a half hour. How, how see how fast that goes? Wow. And so, listeners or listener, uh, we've got to get ready now for the ninth annual screening of the Passion. So, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll close with this as a little bit of a just a coda and maybe a prayer and it was it was cute when when we were getting ready for for tonight <clears throat> i was telling the um girls were home for for some reason and, and betsy and we're all around talking and i can't remember who said it but they said well, so are you gonna watch the passion again you know well they said well yeah i said well you know what, what there's because there's so and their, their point was there's so much other good content out there and you could you know whatever and i said yeah but you know but the passion is like you could watch that every day. You know, there's, 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 that's, there's something about the repetitive, the reminder of it. And yes, it's the same story, but every year we watch it, you know, you, you, you pick up something new and, and every year you're coming in at a different place. Like we've talked to today, you know, you're in a different space. Um, and so even though the story is the same, it's not, it changes every year. And there are so many eyewitnesses to that actual historical event that you could almost take turns when you watch that movie living through the lens of one of those people on, yes, each, on yes. each round. I mean, you can take Mary, you can take Jesus, you can take Simon, you can take the criminal on the cross, you can take the centurion that realizes what, <laughs> who this person is. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty special. Thank you for listening to MANA. If you have any questions or recommendations for future guests, send them to manapodcast at gmail.com.